Hello, everyone. Well, we did it. We made it to episode 40, the season finale of our second season of High Action. And I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that we made it this far. Thank you for everyone, to everyone for joining us. Now, today is a special day because we have some guests joining us that are not normally on the podcast. However, they are founding members of the New West Guitar Group, which at the time was the New West Guitar Quartet. Let me introduce first the youngest, Mr. Brady Cohan. Brady, what's happening? Not much. Thanks for having us on. This is a lot of fun. Brady is joining us from uh, Los Angeles specifically. Are you in the Sherman Oaks area now? Is that where you're living? I sure am. And sure am. The you're, Valley. You're enjoying it these days, right? Man, we love it. Yeah. We love it. Except for the heat. But other than that, it's it's great. It's, you kind of feel like you're outside of L.A. It's very sort of suburban in a in a good way. I dig nice. that. Well, we are gonna we are gonna get into the details of what's been happening with you for the last decade and a minute here. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do, I also want to say hello to our other good friend and founding member, the man, Mr. Matt Hayes. Matt, what's happening, brother? What's up, buddy? Man, it's good to see uh, both of you guys. It's really great to see you guys. Um, this is going to bring up uh, a lot of great memories. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to catching up with you guys. Hell yeah. Uh, Matt, where are you joining us from these days? Catch me up. From North Hollywood. North Hollywood. Oh, man, that's a perfect transition into the awesome rehearsals we used to have, the four of us gathering at your place in North Hollywood and that nice studio yep. that sounded good. And we were just trying to fucking work it out back then, man. I mean, we were yeah. really trying to work it out. Like, um, John and I talk about this sometimes. Like, remember the early tunes, like Epiphany? Do you remember that stuff? Oh, yeah. And just this one oh, of the yeah. early originals. This was a really early original that Matt brought in right when we joined and formed the band. And, man, when I think back to just, like, how the time would fluctuate when we would play together, and it was just like... Right. It would come down and it would come up. It was like a little roller coaster. But there was always a vibe, man. There was always a good vibe and spirit. You know, it's kind of amazing. I think like uh, when we started, like like where we ended up looking back and where we started, like we would have, you know, we 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 would have laughed listening to our tempo together at the time because we we got it. You know, we improved so much over the years that we worked together in terms of figure out how to keep time in the context of the guitar ensemble yeah. and uh, sort of trading off the time and keeping it consistent from one guy, you know, sort of holding it down to another. And um, yeah, I think it was a, an amazing journey. Yes, it's, it's definitely an amazing journey. And, and both of you have been on uh, amazing journeys since um, your time in the group. Um, Brady, catch us up a little bit on sort of how you've, um, Put together your career post New West. I know you were doing a lot of wonderful sideman gigs, and then you got into some TV shows where you were working, playing guitar on on American Idol and Dancing with the Stars, and then doing a lot of film and TV composition. Can you just 
give us a quick rundown of sort of the things you've been doing doing lately and kind of the things you were doing through the pandemic a little bit? Yeah, sure. Go What's ahead. that, Matt? Go, Matt. Sorry, it, it sounds, I don't know if it's just on my end, it sounds like when Perry, when you're talking, your sound is kind of going in and out, like phasing in and out. Are you hearing that, Brady, or is that just on my end? Not really, but your sound sounds a little, I don't know if it's, if the speaker's <laughs> covered or something, it sounds a little. You know okay. what? Matt, oh, maybe, Matt, maybe you can angle your amp a little bit more this way, or maybe you can turn your volume down a little bit. This is hysterical because this is literally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is literally the well, fucking stuff we used to talk about as a band. Uh, yours sounds a little oh. too dark. Yours is a little too bright. Yours is a little too loud, but. Oh, man. We, oh, we, the memories. We digress. Memories. Um, Brady, give me, a, give me a quick rundown. A uh, quick rundown. Pandemic life. I actually, it was really a nice period because, like you said, um, <laughs> nice period. I mean, relatively speaking, obviously, but you know, like you mentioned, kind of prior to the pandemic, I was, and I still do a lot of uh, TV sideman things. You know, I was doing a lot. I still do Dancing with the Stars. Nice. Uh, I was doing Idol. I, I toured with Natalie Cole right, right. after uh, right after New West. I remember that. And and did a, a lot of uh, film composing work. That's been sort of the last five years. I, I worked. Uh, I work a lot with Lyle Workman, and we worked on a bunch of stuff. And kind of right up until the pandemic, we were just swamped. And um, the pandemic hit like for every, like the same, same with everybody else, you know, yeah. uh, work slowed down and kind of how this podcast was born in the same way. I, I had a lot of time to uh, pursue my own music. It was actually a very productive Feeling. period for me and just in terms of uh, writing and recording a lot of my own music. And I've been putting, putting my own stuff out on, on a great label called Phantom Limb, which is sort of an experimental label out of uh the UK. And it was really nice. I, I just, it was, I just have time to kind of pursue these ideas I've, I've wanted to pursue for a long time. Just didn't have the time. That's awesome, man. It's great to hear. I always Thanks. love, love your compositions. Um, both your guys' compositions uh, for sure. And Matt, talk to me a little bit. Uh, give me before we, we bring in John and Will, give me a, a little quick update on how the last few years have gone uh, with your music. And I know you were also doing some big tours uh, post New West with artists like Solange Knowles and others. And um, what's been, what's been kind of keeping you, keeping you going musically speaking. Uh, so, yeah, I guess since we last gigged, um, I was working with, I kind of took off with Solange, Beyonce's sister for about a year and a half. And then during that time, um, I got a call to play with this new artist uh, from The Tonight Show called Lady Gaga, I had never heard of. Um, and I checked out the song, Just Dance, and I thought it was kind of kind of cheesy, but I did the gig. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> um, and I did a few, I did some TV promo stuff with her um, for a little while during that time. And then I was on tour with uh, Jesse McCartney and Philip Phillips. And oh, it was Phil on tour by Somo for about three, four years. 
R&B pop singer. Killing. What were you saying, Brady? Philip. I know Philip. Yeah. He's a good guy. I haven't seen him since since the show, but he's a he's a character. It's it's so great. Um, it's I was just gonna say it's so great to hear uh, about all the different uh, artists and and ways that you guys have navigated your career and people you've played with since New West. I mean, it's just awesome. Like we probably to give the listeners some context here, we probably haven't caught up or seen each other in a minute, a long minute. Like Brady, I maybe saw you seven eight years ago or something like that, but. Yeah, I was probably about. I haven't seen you in at least a decade, right? The last time I remember seeing all of you was when we went to coffee together in. uh, Yep. I think that was like the last time I've probably run into John a couple times since then. Yeah. I haven't seen like seen you guys for sure. Well, listen. Um, John is definitely anxious to say what's up, as is Will. I'm not 100% sure that they know you're going to be here, because I told them that this was going to be a surprise. So I'm going to admit them into our little session here, and let's just, let's just see how quickly this whole fucking thing goes off the rails. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> let's just see. Here we go. All right, here they come. Sometimes it takes John like a good you know, five minutes to realize I've admitted him into the Zoom sphere. And he'll be connecting on his audio, but there he is, Mr. Hey, Story. Everybody, <laughs> look who's joining us on our final episode of the second season. Do you recognize these hoodlums? Who are, who's this riffraff? <laughs> <laughs> man, so man? here we are all together. And have you guys even met Will Brom? Brady, oh. you've met Will, right? I think we've met Will, haven't we? I don't think we have Brady. I know Matt. We've passed yeah. each other a couple gigs and delinquent text messages. But I just uh, Brady, I spent a month uh, out on the uh, on a cruise ship because of you. Are you on it right now? No, no. I just got back like oh. a week ago. How was it? <laughs> it was really great. Yeah, Will Will referred me for a cruise ship gig uh, for a guest artist cruise ship thing for uh, Rock Band. Doing that, it was it was nice. It wasn't too many too many nights of gigs it was like four nights of gigs in like three weeks and the rest of the time i hung out on the cruise i love it hey i'm recording on my end fyi i don't know if yeah we've been recording this whole time okay and and we were uh quickly caught up with matt and brady and they're telling us about their uh really cool careers they've developed over the last decade or so and yeah just to kind of mentioned how incredible it is that we were actually able to all make time and our busy schedules with our busy lives to just come and say hello to each other for a minute and share some of uh, the experiences that we've all had over the years. Um, As I mentioned, this is our final episode of the second season. And in the previous episode, we were playing a bunch of tracks from each one of our records. I know that Matt and Brady will also remember recording like all the things you are on the introducing record or do you remember this song wild man from eugene do you remember this one (laughs) i think i remember the wild man from eugene matt was playing bass on that one if i remember correctly or maybe i was playing bass somebody was playing bass well, um, if we go down the path of who remembers what, then let's all talk about Brady's 21st birthday party in Santa Cruz. 
I don't even think I remember this. Not, <laughs> it's a family show, John. It's actually not a family it's show. It's definitely That's what's not great. a family show. It's, it's, we definitely exercise the First Amendment with this podcast. So. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Nine, but, oh, that was fun. I think that, that uh, really fun. Brady and I both had one too many Long Island iced teas. What was that spot called in Santa Cruz where we would drink after Kumbua? Red Lion. That's right. The Red Lion? The Red Lion. The yep. Red Lion, yeah, yeah. The Red Lion, which was the tavern, which was right across Cedar Street there in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Man. Yeah. A lot of I remember the first part of that night. <laughs> I don't <laughs> much after Yeah, I man. Twenty one. That's you know twenty first birthday. You gotta do it up. One of yeah. the I mean that that was also funny, you guys, back then, because Matt, you I think Matt, you were the oldest and when we went on the first couple tours, some of us weren't 21 yet. And a couple of the gigs we did, like the one in, in Idaho and Twin Falls, Brady, you oh, weren't 21. God. And the guy was like, you guys are all 21, right? And we're like, yeah. I, you know, and like. <laughs> in two for some, uh, you know, after the, after the gig. Yes. I was not 21 yet. Yeah. That was quite the, the, that tour. That was really the one where we were really rebels. I mean, going into Canada and getting turned around was really a highlight. Holy shit. I forgot about that. Oh. And, and Matt, you were in the car with me on the way back to Portland and you were like, can they sue us for this? And I said, I don't give a bleep what man, like these people hung us out to dry. They didn't tell us. And the dude, that guy up there who remained nameless, it was actually, he's cool. I've actually worked with that guy since then, but I remember he just, he just thought that we knew that we needed the paperwork to get into Canada, you know? So, yeah. John, I mean, we were young to realize how complicated Canada really is. Since then, <laughs> I've come to learn, you know, it's, 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 uh, they're pretty serious about getting into Canada. They are. Yeah. <laughs> I, Brady, myself, you... I thought America with a different name. Right. I've come to realize that I think I think getting kicked out of Canada is kind of like a rite of passage it is not unique to us. It's right. happened to I mean, a lot of people. Innocent thing to it. I, I just the funniest thing I remember. I don't remember what the guy asked Perry, but, you know, <laughs> Perry made some joke. He's like, he's the guy like, well, do you have this? And he was like, well, we got some pizza boxes. Pizza in the back, you know. I forget what exactly what the context was, but I just remember that. Yeah, I had no fucking idea what we were doing. I, I we had just come off playing some house concert in Seattle, and we actually made like way more money than we thought we were going to, and they gave us a bunch of pizza for the ride up to Vancouver. And so the guy comes oh, yeah. up, and I was just you know totally naive, being like, "Yeah, yeah, we're coming to play a concert and sell a bunch of merch." Yeah. Good to see you. He's like, and no, you're I, not. I, you know, being the Northwesterner, the guy that would go to Canada for stuff, I remember like my father saying, okay, just tell them we're visiting. There's nothing. And I remember telling you guys like, okay, if they ask, we're just visiting, you know, and we're just up there to play some folk songs on a, in a park and that's it, you know? And it was, yeah, that was a good lesson learned. And so was the drive after we stayed at Georgia's in Bend and we were in the Taurus and and um perry's saturn and we drove all the way to reno on that epically long drive out there and you guys were all passing all the trucks out there and i was just like oh man i was so terrified because that little two-lane road and we had all that food from george's place i mean man those were the years we had no idea how much money we were going to make we had no idea where we were going to stay we had like no 
significant I, I don't think any of us were dating anybody really serious at the time it was just we were just out there you know we were out there that's for sure quite an and adventure <laughs> to this day i've we never were. seen john so angry as he was when we got turned away from canada that that that's yeah. the height of peak angry story right there yeah. um well just, l- listen uh man i have to say to you guys like brady and 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 uh, Matt, like having you join the podcast, it's a huge honor because you guys were so fundamental, literally, in this band even starting and the way it developed. I mean, Matt, you don't you don't realize, but we've talked so much over the years about a phrase that you said specifically um, after we recorded introducing, and it was like, and you probably just said it casually, but you said like, "Hey guys, we really need to expand the sound," and you know that came off of we were playing standards with boxes you know and then all of a sudden it opened up this door of acoustic guitar and basically anything else you know um which was quite a journey for us and we we still kind of talk about that um i wanted to play some music from the group that you guys are featured on and i wanted to start with an uh track that that matt is featured on and you'll remember this is a great story for all of us to kind of reminisce on remember when Matheny came to USC, and he played a little bit with us, and we all oh, kind yeah. of drank the Matheny Kool-Aid pretty hardcore. Well, I had arranged that Very. song of his, Another Life, and we ended up recording it on our record, and this features Matt Hayes doing some beautiful playing on this one. Let's take a listen to it. Classic Matt Licks right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. It's like so wild actually hearing that. I man, wow. It wasn't bad. <laughs> no, it was great, man. Really and, nice solo. 
Yeah. And and who's who was the drummer on that? That was your homie, right? The guy that played some percussion for us on that. Didn't you bring Sandro. him in? Oh, was it Sandro Feliciano? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We we were talking a little bit about right. the collaboration you guys had in some previous episodes because like I remember Matt, one of the really cool things that, that you inspired me on early on. Uh, was you really had your own group concept happening. Like when I met you, you were like, you know, you were like writing and doing things with your own group that a lot of other guitar players at that age, especially like weren't really doing as much, you know? And I remember he was a pretty integral part of your band at the time, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I basically always, I mean, I was recording and writing my own stuff on the four track throughout you know learning guitar and then basically when i graduated high school is when i before like that summer is when i formed my first you know original jazz ensemble and then sandro became a part of it about two or three years in right yeah, yeah. well that was a fun track and I, re I remember when we were working up that song Matheny coming in and having a few edits for me uh harmonically speaking <laughs> you know uh, oh, that's that's not a uh, C over B flat. That's a uh, or or maybe he'd say that's not a uh, B flat seven sharp eleven. That's a C over B flat or something. Like that. Very specific about little things that I didn't catch uh, on on his recording. But I think that track uh, turned out pretty well. And now moving moving along to Mr. Brady Cohan over here. Um, Brady, you have have had quite a journey just within your time in New West, starting from playing the box to playing a lot of the acoustic guitar and then getting into the sound with the telly, which uh, this track definitely represents. And um, man, I remember like your last year or so in the band when you were really getting the telly thing going. Um, before I play this track, what's your main acts now? Like if you're going to sit down and play or if you have a gig you want to play, what's the, what's the acts that you feel like kind of you know, gets you closest to, you know, your sound? And that is a good question. And it's something I have asked myself over the years. Like, what is my guitar? I, I'm not sure I can answer that question, honestly. Um, it kind of depends on the musical setting. If I got, but I, I guess if I had to choose one, I don't know, it might be like the 330 or something. Cool. 330 I, I really love that guitar and it's it's got like enough quirk in it where it feels like i can get what i want out of it and, and it can be a unique thing you know it's not the 335 it's the 330 is fully hollow and it's got the p90s um i really love that guitar um so i guess if i had to choose one it would probably be that one but honestly lately i've been, I still you remember that artist award that I, the 60, uh, 69 artist award. Yeah. Yeah. I play, if I sit down to just play something, that's usually the guitar I pick up these days. That's killing. I, I, I love our man. I love that guitar. And also, I mean, the acoustic, like your acoustic, your uncle yeah. made is well, burning. I have one of his guitars now. Um, well, that's the other thing. He, he made me one recently and, believe it or not you know he made when i was in high school he made me one but that was kind you know I, I, when i graduated yeah and uh, i was sort of, you know 
I was young and I didn't really know what my thing was and I didn't really know what I wanted and it's a beautiful guitar I still play it all the time I use it on all the tv stuff it's got a pickup it sounds good but uh this was kind of the first time since I've, I've really felt like I've come into my my own musical voice that I, uh, he, he let me really tell him what I want and so it's like it's like a Gibson L double O um, that's kind of the body shape so it's a smaller body and it's dark and it's it's actually with him right now he's sending it back he just set it up but it, that thing is that's the nicest guitar i yeah. own that thing is amazing we've talked about him a lot on the podcast over the last uh couple of seasons but jeff Traugott, yeah you know, he makes i bet you have yeah incredible acoustic guitars he's been a huge supporter of our band um yeah. even you know, even all these years later, almost 20 fucking years later, he's still uh, cheering us on. So my, yeah. um, my Model R this August is its 10 year birthday. I got it 10 years ago, which is crazy to think I've had that guitar a decade. And I was just talking to him the other day about ordering uh, one of those, Brady, the smaller one. Because, yeah. yeah, I played one. I, I Doesn't Brian Green have one, too, now? Or Brian? He ordered one. I'm not sure yeah. when he's getting yeah um i yeah but man i'm just i've got to have one of those they're they're amazing when you say smaller do you mean just a smaller body or a smaller scale length body smaller body you know those old gibson l doubles matt um I'm not familiar you would recognize it's just a small it's like it's a it's a little bit bigger than a parlor it's not it's not a parlor but it's uh it's just smaller it's smaller than his model r it's not, you know I don't know how to describe it, but it's, yeah, it's a smaller body. The scale, I think, is the same in terms of, um, it's cool. Yeah. It's really I remember cool. distinctly us asking, I think, Matt, we were all at Jeff's shop, and we he had just built that long scale baritone, almost <laughs> semi-baritone acoustic, and Jeff said, he's like, yeah, you know, the trend has been to build big acoustic guitars in the luthier world. Like you look at Larave and Manzer, they've all built these big acoustic guitars. He said, but I'm getting a lot of clients coming to me that want smaller guitars. And my goal is to make a smaller guitar sound really loud. And if you guys have any input on that, I remember he was talking a lot about that. And sure enough, like, I don't know about you guys, but more and more producers are asking for like, these smaller acoustic guitars, parlor acoustic guitars, that's such a sound. It's just become kind of a, a way to record acoustic guitar. Yeah. You know? And you can't really copy that sound unless you have something that's smaller than an OM. You really have to have a, a small acoustic. So. Yeah. So I've actually gotten really into the small guitar thing. And I have a, a handful of things in, in the small range. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking, you know, for new things like i don't I, like a dreadnought that would be like uh you know a half or three quarter size would be awesome i actually have um this uh, i have an electric that's probably like a half size oh shit it's really cool and i have this little um check this out i got this uh, here we go little, it's like our ukulele hybrid oh we're just I, yeah, I got, got will. This, yeah. yeah i think <laughs> will will has one yeah yeah in uh, fact will recorded something for us yeah. on that but yeah those things those are awesome so that's a fourth hire right um it's that's how it's supposed to be i like it in i like it a third okay it gives it a little bit cooler i can get almost like this sound. 
It's not double oh. quarter. It's just it's six. Is that standard tuning? <laughs> I think that was just a Richard Smith quote you just threw. It in was. There. I was gonna see if Brady yeah. got it. <laughs> um, that sounds killing. That sounds awesome, man. Well, listen. Let me play this track. It features Mr. Brady Cohen on here. This has got a Trowgot on it that I'm playing. And also, I believe this is Brady playing his, his telly. And, and this was a song um, called Wake Up Call that you might remember, Brady. But it kind of came out of this period where we were really trying to just rock and like play high-octane high stuff. And we had gigs where we were playing like clinics at high schools, and then we were playing like you know, this, I remember one gig around this time, we were opening for Diana Krall at like the Brit Pavilion in Southern Oregon. And we needed mm -hmm. stuff that would like connect with not just like younger people, but also like connect to larger audiences. Um, we kind of came up with that idea when we had this month long residency in Germany. Do you guys remember that trip? You have to remember that. I mean, there Dude. are so many fun memories that I want to get in on the back <laughs> end of this track, but yeah, okay. This, this, this features... <laughs> It features Brady. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they need on Dancing with the Stars, man. Get them, get them dancing with a little bit of seven, you know. I keep trying to tell them they're not listening to me. You're like, no, I can, I can really solo over seven. Listen to this. Yeah, that's exactly man, that's what they need. that's hard music, Matt. Do you? <laughs> sometimes when I listen back to stuff, I think, man, that that shit is hard to play. Like it's hard to, it's hard changes, like hard, like difficult music, man. It was fun. I, I, I miss that part of it. You know, I miss kind of immersing myself and just like pushing like that, yeah. trying to play over difficult I, I, me meters. And it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool to listen to this stuff from like so much distance now, though, from where we're not in a space where we're like trying to get that 
Yeah. And just listen to it and just hear it for where it was. And I feel like it's, it's cool. Like some of the stuff is like really sunk in more than I think I thought it was at the time because I was in my view, like just trying to keep up with, you know, the tempo and the uniqueness of, of the ensemble and all the challenges that that brought up. And then, you know, just playing with three other killing guitar players who challenged me and just like, you know, playing, you know, complex jazz stuff and then kind of mixing in classical stuff and then trying to figure out what else, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've forgotten all about that song. I totally forgotten about it. It was fun to, fun to listen to that again. Cause I remember really enjoying playing that. It was fun to be reminded. Am I on that? It's like, I, I don't remember playing. No, it. you're not on that map, but uh, John is, and actually John, you're the one that's playing acoustic on that yes i'm playing yeah. just the bass line yeah yeah no that yeah, was something we did i think after matt mm-hmm. yeah and well kind of the after when we went to the trio the idea of like how do we cre- keep the energy of there being four guitar players but there being three guitar players now because I, that was a big question we all had and i'm glad we kept experimenting with that i mean there was kind of a that was kind of a, a critical moment for new west because we almost all just kind of decided not to do it anymore and i remember brady perry and i were like well let's let's keep trying to see if we can do it in a trio setting and i i was really just craving to do more strumming and more like um really athletic kind of right hand stuff you know and the acoustic guitar at that point was really well fit into the group and the volume, I mean, I remember playing at Sisters High School and in Oregon, <laughs> and that was one of our trio shows. That was the 2008 tour, I remember, because um, actually, sadly, I remember my grandpa passed away on that tour. It was September of 2008. Right, and yeah. uh, we were at Sisters High School, and Georgia came to see us. But we also had a bunch of those, like Jody Henderson's son, who was a bass player, ended up going to Berkeley, was there. And they were all like, we, we yeah. played so loud in there. We were using the Car Rambler amps. You had your duo box, Perry. We were all using DL4 line sixes and doing looping. And the acoustic, we were really playing a lot of acoustic guitar and um, just like making this like about rocking out on guitar as much as anything else and then trying to solo over that energy. Because it's funny, just a couple years earlier, we were just playing only with boxes with maybe a volume pedal and playing really soft. Yeah, I remember buying my first, I don't know if it was my first pedal but I, I got I got one of those Holy Grail pedals when we were on the road. I don't remember where we were at Portland Music. I was there. yeah. We bought that. Yeah. It was the reverb pedal. Yeah. And I was so excited because I've always I was always really interested in sounds, and for whatever reason, like it just kind of took me a while to really dive into it. And I was so psyched that I wanted to keep the the pedal in front of my feet, you know, because yeah. I cool. I thought it was really cool to have a bunch of pedals. Yeah. Right. I've definitely the pedal thing, man. I, I mean, still to this day, I mean, I this was pedal school for me way more than the studio guitar part, USC, even you know, which was strange because like I learned so much about pedals. And that time we did the clinic at Redwood High School, we went back to your place, Perry, and you guys were playing basketball. And Brady, you came in and helped me dial in the pedals on the pedal board. I had that Pigtronics Evolution, I had um, a Menatone Blue Collar, like some kind of yeah. weird pedals, and we yeah, were I remember that all helping each other dial in those sounds. and um just learning how valuable certain sounds were you had you were the first guy to get into like the zvex fuzz factory and the box of rock i think that was the pedal you were using on that recording there uh, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember but yeah yeah me 
Maybe. But yeah, we learned that was, yeah, it's interesting listening to these tracks like this because we, in such a short amount of time, we went from playing very intricate, just all on the arch tops to like, okay, here we go. Big sound. Let's really rock. And, and, and that was out of necessity. The Berlin trip, we yeah. had to really get up there and play loud. And even the Brit Festival, we were playing in front of 3,000 people on a main stage. We had to yeah. really bring some volume and some sound to the band. If I'm not mistaken on that, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we got paid on that Berlin trip in carnival dollars yes so we in mind we were getting paid in carnival currency so that we could eat and the only food we could eat was at the carnival yeah. and well, i still you know, I, you know it's just it's just a pity we don't have the berlin rap to show everybody oh too, god you know, that I, I still have trauma from from brady waking up in the middle of the night with his night terrors and like fucking freaking me out like somebody's like gonna kill me in my sleep <laughs> I, I still think about that from time to time like why don't i sleep well uh, maybe it has something to do with sharing a room with you for a month brady i don't know just gonna throw that out there let's see if it sticks Matt, we had so much fun Poor thing. that picture of me on the on the pull-out mattress because they didn't have four beds for us and and like i'm like you know six two and like it only goes to my knees and I'm just sitting there and it was, man, that was, and we would jog down in that park Brady where, yeah. the, where the wild boars were. And I was like, man, yeah. be careful. These wild pigs will come and get you. Yeah. There are, Quite there a trip, are man. too many stories to fit into another episode um, or a single episode of a podcast. So at some point we'll yeah. have to have you jokers back. We do have a third season in, in the planning stages. So um, be on the lookout for that. But uh matt and brady it's just such uh a pleasure to see you both i'm glad you guys are doing well and looking well um you know you guys are like family to us you always will be uh when you tour with people and you play music for this long together you kind of just have this very unique bond so uh we wanted to make sure that we featured your guys music and your contributions to our group on our podcast so Thank you very much for taking some time to do this with us today. Can I just say one thing? I just want to yeah. thank you guys for being part of something that I would, I, I think, uh, you know, really gave me musical skills to be a part of that I would never have had as a guitarist otherwise. And I just really want to thank you guys for that because I, you know, the skills that, the, the specific skill sets that we worked through together over those years, like, I mean, those things have come with me in so many circumstances. It's like, wow, it's so interesting. And I'm like, it's such a unique opportunity to develop those things as guitar players that I think most guitar players usually don't get to do. Yeah. So thank man. you. Likewise, yeah. I appreciate that. And I feel yeah. the exact same way, man. Um, you know, we, John and Will and I talk about that often. We're still kind of refining our skills in certain ways. And, we've almost come a little full circle back to like playing more standards, but in like a different kind of way and, and doing more originals. And so it's kind of really amazing to see the arc of the group. Uh, it feels, feels very natural. Um, but anyway, That's all. gentlemen, have yeah. a great rest of the day. Um, I got to get out cause like normal, I got to head out to a gig. So it's fucking great <laughs> to see everybody. Thank you for capping our second Thank season for having us on. Hell yeah. All right, gentlemen. Yeah, and real quick, and Brady and Matt, everybody can find you guys on Instagram too, who is listening to the podcast. So be sure to follow Brady Cohen Music and Matt Ro Matt Hayes. 
on Instagram and all the Matt other Hayes. stuff. Matt Hayes Music on Instagram. Yeah. So everybody follow those cats. And yeah, thanks for joining us, you guys. One of these days we'll have a big hoot nanny, a big jam session with the whole the whole thing and play Wild Man from Eugene. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Epiphany. Let's do it. Do one one only of New West guitar quintet. Yeah, there yeah. you go. New West guitar septet. We can get. We have to do it in Eugene at the jazz station. So that's yeah. all I'm going to say. One Wilson, Owen, yeah, Owen back in there. Yeah. Yeah. Get, oh, shit. get all the old cats back in yeah. there. That'd be crazy. It's a whole other episode. Oh. <laughs> that is. All right, guys. Here we go. All right, Thank you, guys. Thanks. Peace. Peace.